Album University brings you the Chicago radio newsman who knows little about, actually shockingly little about, even the most celebrated bands and albums of all time. And he's got way too much time on his hands, so now he's listening to all of the greatest albums ever recorded, start to finish, one album at a time. And lucky you, he's sharing what he's learned. Here's your host, Vinyl Virgin, Vic Vaughn. Hey, welcome, 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 welcome to Album University Podcast. I decided for episode two to take a look at an album that most critics agree changed music in the 1970s, mid-70s. It's an album called Rumors by a British-American blues rock band called Fleetwood Mac, one of the best-selling albums in history. As of December last year, or 2018, I should say, only seven albums had sold more copies than this one, than Rumors. a little from the lead-off track on Rumor, song called Secondhand News, written by Lindsey Buckingham, Fleetwood Mac's lead guitarist at the time in 1976 when work on Rumors began. He was also on vocals. He was one of two Americans in the band, the other lead singer and one of the band's great songwriter, Stevie Nicks. That lead-off track, Secondhand News, is about a breakup. And I wanted to fit a, a little bit of that song in for, right from the beginning of this episode because it's a fitting start to uh, the album Rumors, a little peek at what's to come because there were a lot of breakups, uh, relationship breakups going on within the band during this time, uh, during the making of Rumors. It's nearly all about relationships. Uh, it's got a it's a commercial sounding format. It's got a fit for radio play, that format. It's got plenty of electric and acoustic, uh, like uh, probably nearly 50-50. At least um, that's what it seems like having having listened to it probably about a dozen times uh, for this episode. Every single one of them was a joy. I love this album now. Uh, There was a lot of drama in the band during this time. A lot of drama. It had a new lineup, uh, which is something Fleetwood Mac has went through several times over the decades. I think uh, by the, by this time they'd been through something like nine or ten lineup changes, uh, but it had a new lineup for Rumors with it a new sound. It was uh, doing a lot of cocaine at the time. The band had a ton of money, but a shrinking fan base when this album was being worked on at this time in 1976. Um, they they could most likely have gone out to a restaurant and not uh, have been surrounded by screaming fans. And uh, but again, a lot of drama mixed in with. All that cocaine and money. Uh, there were also some uh, pretty scandalous love affairs that, that went down uh, with Fleetwood Mac. It was a tumultuous time for the band. Uh, Stevie Nicks, again, one of the band's lead singers and a great songwriter, she just ended a long-term uh, romantic relationship with Lindsey Buckingham, again, the band's lead guitarist and one of its vocalists. Uh, she started seeing Don Henley uh, from the band The Eagles. British lead singer-songwriter and keyboardist for Fleetwood Mac, Christine McVie, was in the middle of divorcing her husband, Fleetwood Mac's bassist and, and half its namesake, John McVie. Uh, 
In fact, the two weren't even on speaking terms during the recording of this album, other than when it, other than conversations that had to do with the, the music. And British drummer and co-founder of Fleetwood Mac, also its de facto leader and the other half of its namesake, Mick Fleetwood, had just found out his wife, uh, model uh, Jenny Boyd, was having an affair with his best friend. Mick uh, Fleetwood would go on to have a love affair with Stevie Nicks right after this album's release, uh, while, in fact, she was still seeing Henley. Again, a tumultuous time. A little uh, uh, context for what we're about to listen to. You know, even if you're like me and know next to nothing about music and bands, uh, even great bands and great albums, uh, there's a good chance you've heard at least a few of these songs from this album, Rumors, perhaps many of them. And uh, if not, that's um, that's very cool because your uh, your ears are in for a treat. I started Album University podcast after finishing a six month project. I, I had just finished listening to a hundred albums, one hundred albums. Uh, that that was the project. It took about six months, and uh, I, I was actually on a quicker pace than that. Uh, I was listening to about five albums a week from this list I'd found online called the One Hundred Greatest Albums of All Time. Uh, according to Rolling Stone magazine. That five albums per week, though, uh, pace eventually slowed down to roughly the two albums a week. Uh, and it was after I accepted an invitation to talk about my musical journey weekly on the Nick DeGilio show at WGN Radio. And I really did and still do regard this as a musical journey. Uh, but again, uh, Nick D, each Friday, and we'd talk on air about the uh, two albums I'd learned about that week. Uh, at the time, I'd, I'd already listened to about 40 of the albums on that list. Uh, Nick knew about this project I was working on uh, to you know, improve my knowledge of music, which is pretty much non-existent. Uh, but he knew about the project because we work at the same station together. And he thought a weekly update for his listeners would be a hit. And as far as we can tell, he was right. We, we, we got quite a bit of positive feedback. Uh, Tom Hush, Nick's producer, was also a big part of it. And we called it Vic's Picks. And we still do the weekly segment. We're now, we're now going over new list, the 100 best albums of the 21st century, according to The Guardian. Uh, but getting that initial listener feedback showed me that there was some interest in this project beyond my own. Uh, so all that gave birth to Album University Podcast. And that first 100 albums was a big deal for me. I'd never, I'd never gotten into listening to music uh, like that, anyway, entire albums. I liked music um, at certain times of my life, more, more than other times, but, but I never got into exploring music. You know, uh, I, had, I seldom listened intently. There, there were times where I leaned on music a bit more than others, breakups mostly. Uh, when a relationship would end, I found the music afforded me uh, some comfort, which could prove uh, elusive to me at times, comfort that is. But, but I'd always abandon the music as soon as I was back on my feet. And the music I did listen to throughout my life was very limited. I didn't explore music like I am now. It was uh, just a very narrow approach to music. So this turned into a great adventure. Each, each album opens my eyes to something new. It's changing my thoughts, uh, but not just that. It's changing my hopes, dreams, plans. It's, it's been a profound awakening, really, music. And this episode, episode two of Album University podcast, Rumors by Fleetwood Mac, I learned a little bit about the band, a little about the album, but it's more about just listening to it, really, just run it through my ears and then talk about it. And if it gets people talking about music, especially those like me who know little or nothing about the great bands or great albums, then you know what it's doing is spreading something very powerful. Music has the power to change, to heal, uh, to empower, to uplift, to tr uh, transcend, just 
keep listening, listen more, and join our community. Join the Album University conversation by following me on social media, at Album University, or uh, our website's almost up and running. AlbumUniversity.com is almost ready. Uh, we're still very much in the incubator phase of this, uh, but I figured, you know, why wait? Why wait until it's all ready? I'm starting this now. So back to this album and this band, Rumors by Fleetwood Mac. It's their 11th studio album, and it has become one of the most successful albums of all time. But even when it first came out, it, it was a hit immediately. Uh, it took a year in the studios to record, mostly in L.A., and it was released under the Warner Brothers label on February 4th, the following year, 1977. Sold nearly 10 million records the first year. Hit number one in the U.K., and it won a Grammy. Uh, since its release, it sold over 40 million copies worldwide. Uh, the relationships that were ending and beginning within the band during this time had a profound effect on the on the album rumors, on the songwriting that, that we have from it. It all had a big impact, and how could it not have on the songwriting? Uh, here's a cut from Dreams, still on side one, Rumors. Nick says she wrote that song, Dreams, in about 10 minutes. It was one of four songs off Rumors, released as a single, reached number one on Billboard's Hot 100 and held it for a week. The name of the band, Fleetwood Mac, is a combination of the last name of Mick Fleetwood and part of John McVie's last name. And Mick says the idea of that name was born in the middle of a studio session. There was this blues band called John Mayle and the Blues Breakers. And Mick says the founder of that band, John Mayle, gave a British singer, songwriter, guitarist, and eventual co-founder of Fleetwood Mac, uh, also the band's original leader through the first three years, Peter Green, a few hours of studio time as a birthday gift. Uh, check out Peter Green, by the way, if you haven't yet. I checked out some of his stuff after learning about him, uh, researching this album. He blew me away on the blues guitar. I, I like his singing, too. He's He is great. Uh, Mick says during that studio session, though, during those few hours, Peter Green recorded a song. Uh, it was an instrumental and named it Fleetwood Mac. And as Mac remembers, uh, Peter's reasoning for the name was just because Mick Fleetwood was playing drums during that session and John McVie was on bass. So as Mick tells the story, when Peter founded the band Peter Green, he chose the name Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> From track three, side one, song called Never Going Back Again. Another one uh, and one of the many songs on Rumors, written by Lindsey Buckingham. Another he wrote uh, about his breakup with Stevie Nicks. And it was uh, one of the last songs written for this album, Rumors. Uh, he was starting a new relationship as he wrote it, according to his recollection. The next song on Rumors, side one, still track four, Don't Stop. 
This song, Don't Stop, was written by Christine McVie. It's her and Lindsey Buckingham on vocals. It's probably one of the most well-known Fleetwood Mac songs that there is. And another one of the album's singles peaked at number three on the Billboard Singles chart. Next song on side one of Rumors, track six, Go Your Own Way. It's another one written by Lindsey Buckingham, and it's also about a breakup. He and uh, Mick Fleetwood worked on the song's arrangement. Buckingham had said that he started writing it not so much as a song, but as the start of a conversation that he planned on having with Stevie Nicks about the end of their relationship and about, you know, how to move on. Buckingham, during an interview with Song Exploder, said it was the first song he wrote for this album. The closing side from side one, track six, Songbird, was written by Christine McVie. Songbird first appeared as the B-side to the single Dreams. McVie says she wrote it at the end of a recording session in San Salido. And we can thank one of the album's producers, Ken Calais, for it as well. He really liked the song when he heard it and suggested she record it and play it on the keyboards alone, concert style, which she did. And it's one that McVie played a lot at concerts. In fact, John McVie said every night she played it, grown men in the audience would cry, including himself on occasion, he says. And we'll talk a little bit about Calais in a minute, but staying with the music, uh, turning the record over now to side two, track one song called The Chain. It's the only song on Rumors accredited to all five members of the band. took sections of songs they'd previously written and recorded in studio. Then Calais, along with uh, the other producer on uh, Rumors, Richard Dashett, took a razor blade to each and spliced them together to create something new. Uh, most of the lyrics to, to the chain are from a project Stevie Nicks created separately. Uh, some are also from a prior Christine McVie song. McVie also helped rework uh, both sets of lyrics into the chain. Uh, the opening guitar heard in the chain uh, from a song Lindsey Buckingham uh, did for a song he did with with Nicks, 
And then Mick Fleetwood and John McVie created the bass project, uh, progression at, at the end of the chain. Uh, so they each had a hand in it. And, and to this day, it's, it's one of the staples at Fleetwood Mac concerts. So is this one. This Loving Fun was the fourth single off Rumors. It's track two of off uh, side two, and it was written by Christine McVie about an affair she had with one of the band's road crew. She told her husband at the time, John McVie, that it was about their dog. That song peaked at number nine on Billboard's Hot 100, becoming the fourth top ten hit song off this album, Rumors. Track three off side two, song called I Don't Want to Know, written by Stevie Nicks. She wrote it before she and Lindsey Buckingham joined Fleetwood Mac uh, when they were still performing as the duo Buckingham Knicks. And she didn't want it to be used on this album, Rumors. She, she wrote another song for Rumors for this spot called Silver Springs. But the other members of the band didn't think that song, Silver Springs, was a good fit for this particular album. Fourth track, uh, fourth track rather, on side two of Rumors is a song called Oh Daddy, written by Christine McVie, uh, Ken Kelly, wrote about the day he first heard Oh Daddy. He writes about it in his book titled Making Rumors, the inside story of the classic Fleetwood Mac album. It's a great book if you want a deeper look into this album. But on page 20, uh, 75, rather, as I was reading it, a chapter called Oh Daddy Begins, and Calais starts by setting the scene. They were they were in Salido, uh, Northern California, during a rare snowstorm there, dusting in uh, early February of 1976, uh, dumped a foot on the mountain there in that town. At the highest peak. But once they all got inside of those warm studio, the record plant is what it was called, around 2 p.m., they were taking off coats and brushing snow off shoes when Christine McVie said, hey, I wrote a new song, Oh Daddy. And Calais writes uh, there in the book that they, they all just moved right into position in the studio. Their instruments, uh, Calais writes, uh, they're they're always mic'd up and set up the the instruments and the spots board was always in record ready mode and he says there were um, a few moments spent uh, by Fleetwood Mac deciding which cymbals to use uh, and by John McVie deciding which bass to use and then Christine uh, played it played it down a few times so they could all learn it and then they they started with take 1 right there and then they had it recorded by take 5 and here's a little bit from that session Oh, 
McVie says she wrote it for Mick Fleetwood. He was the, the only father in the group at the time. And uh, he says it's his favorite Fleetwood Mac song ever recorded. The closing track on Rumors, track five, side two. It's a song called Gold Dust Woman, written and sung by Stevie Nicks, uh, recorded on Valentine's Day, 1976. It was a Saturday. They just finished recording a song called Silver Springs, which Nicks wrote for the, for the Rumors album, although it didn't make it on Rumors, like I said. But they just finished recording Silver Springs, a beautiful song, in eight takes. And uh, they decided to go right back in the studio and keep working. Everything was still set up for Silver Springs. And Calais said that he thought Gold Dust Woman would, would sound great with the same instrument setup. And so that's what they did. Pick up the pieces and go Rumors was produced by Fleetwood Mac, Ken Calais, and Richard Dashett. Calais is an American record producer. He's also singer Colby Calais' dad. He did the engineering on Rumors as well, won a Grammy for it for Album of the Year. He also engineered three other Fleetwood Mac albums. He's produced for a ton of people. Billy Idol, Sinatra, Pat Benatar, Wilson Phillips, uh, Beach Boys, List, uh, Herbie Hancock. It's a long list, and we have a very special exclusive interview with Mr. Calais for you, Album University Podcast's Director of Marketing and Promotion, uh, in addition to founder and president of Radio Talent Inc. out of New York, Kenjamin Franklin. Sat down with him for you. They talked about this album. If you like this, wait until you check that out. Uh, Kenjamin Franklin's been doing this since I was a little baby. Uh, he's a pro. He's a friend. Uh, his connections with the industry are wide-reaching, and we're ecstatic to have him on board. Uh, please check it out at Album University Podcast's YouTube channel, or you can find it on our Album University Facebook group. Uh, if you're into what we're doing, please take the time to support us by following. Only takes a second, and that way you can stay informed with what's up with Album University Podcast still in its incubator phase here. Follow both and join the Album University Podcast conversation. As for the other producer on Rumors, Richard Dashett, and he's produced on several Fleetwood Mac albums as well. Uh, he was a friend of Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham. Uh, he worked at Sound uh, City Studios in L.A., uh, one of the studios they recorded at uh, before they joined Fleetwood Mac. Uh, same place Mick Fleetwood met Nicks in uh, Buckingham. Mick was there at Sound Studio on an invite by its in-house engineer, Keith Olson. Olson had uh, Mick in to listen to some of the demos that they had at, at that studio by guitarists uh, because uh, Fleetwood Mac was losing uh, their singer-guitarist uh, Bob Welch at that time. And anyway, that's where Mick Fleetwood met Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham. A few weeks later, he asked them to join the band. Uh, Fleetwood Mac uh, hadn't been in the U.S. for long uh, by, by this time either. Uh, they'd moved from England to California to get a better handle on the business side of Fleetwood Mac. And uh, adding Nicks and Buckingham changed the sound of the band. Like I mentioned earlier, the band had a new sound for Rumors, uh, but also for the album they uh, released just before Rumors, their second self-titled album, also known as the White Album. That was Nicks and Buckingham's first project with Fleetwood Mac. Uh, took it out of its blues rock past and into this more of a California pop sound. 
But yeah, once recording was finished, Calais and Dashit spent early 1977 putting on the finishing touches. And that's Rumors by Fleetwood Mac, Album University podcast style, which is to say Rumors 101 for Album University podcast. I'm always a freshman, so I become vinyl virgin, Vic Vaughn. Please download and subscribe. Go buy the vinyl of Rumors as well. Put it on or download it. Listen, listen to it. However, get your music into your head. Listen to it a few times. It was a huge commercial success for Fleetwood Mac. Also, go listen to their uh, time with Peter Green as the band's leader. Very different from this album, Rumors. Also awesome. In fact, like I said, I just stumbled across Peter Green while researching for this episode when I was reading about the early days of Fleetwood Mac to kind of wrap my head around the band's origin. And he's incredible. He's an amazing guitarist. I see a lot of me listening to Peter Green in my future. That is it for this episode of Album University Podcast. Have a wonderful time listening to music. Can't wait, seriously, to talk with you again for episode three. Until then, keep the conversation going on, on our Album University Podcast Facebook uh, Facebook group. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Album University Podcast. Thanks again to Kenjamin Franklin, Director of Marketing and Promotions for Album University Podcast. Thanks, as always, to our kick-ass executive producer, John O'Lyle. Without his work, we couldn't do it. Most importantly, thank you for joining us. Peace. Thanks for joining Album University Podcast. For special content, upcoming podcasts, and other cool stuff, follow us on social media at Album University or visit our website, albumuniversity.com.